Good morning, all listeners. It is Saturday, July 16th, 2022. It is 9 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 160 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to what promises to be an amazing episode 160. 60 here of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron, Saturday, July 26, 2022. We have a lot to go over today. I hope everyone had a fantastic week. We haven't talked to you guys since our amazing Sunday, episode 159, hitting best bets, hitting three out of five, and Boogie hitting a Boogie and the Baron four-team parlay. Woohoo! Hit that parlay strong, baby. Had a nice little run earlier in the week. Hit the parlay on Sunday. Man, yep. it's it's been a really good week, my friend. Two run lines and two dogs. It paid pretty fat. It was it really tied us over for this week, handling some business, which was nice. Uh, as promised, we return today, Saturday the 16th, with episode 160. We have the Midsummer Classic coming up on Tuesday. The 2022 Major League Baseball All-Star Game will be um, on Tuesday night. And uh, we have the regular season uh, finishing through this weekend. So halfway point in the season, Boogie, baseball really shaping up, looking good. Um, we will give our premium five plays today to our listeners, as well as preview the All-Star game, give out a pick for that. Um, we will also do a home run derby bracket because the home uh, run derby yeah. has been announced you know Boogie and I love brackets. I love it's, brackets. It's all about the bees on this show. It's not Baron, a bracket buster, though. Baron Boogie and brackets. Um, little March Madness swag there, to say the least. Absolutely. We have a bracket in the Major League Baseball home run derby festivities, which will take place on Monday night. So, for those of you that are not quite familiar with the home run derby. Get your pens and your brackets out and fill out this bracket because Boogie and the Baron have the exact same bracket, but we're going to give you two winners. We'll give you odds on everybody as well. This is going to be fun. Hell this yeah, reminds me fun. of March Madness. So, guys, the way that they do it, it's a bracket setup. So, it's an eight person tournament, one verse eight, four, five, three, six, two, seven. Look at it like that. Each player gets timed. And whoever hits more home runs moves on in the bracket. It's that easy. Kind of simple. Now, we have eight participants in this year's Home Run Derby. So we're just going to start with the top. The number one seed in this year's Home Run Derby is well, Kyle Schwarber from the Philadelphia Phillies. I mean, he's unbelievable. He's got a ton of dingers this year. I kind of want to let the people know kind of their home run stats here. Okay, okay. That way, that way everybody knows. So you got Kyle Schwarber, who leads the Philadelphia Phillies in dingers, which is why he's in this position. Um, where's he at here? Kyle Schwarber, home runs. He has an astonishing 28 home runs this season. I think he's hit a bunch, huh? He's hit a bunch. 28 at this point of the year is fantastic. Kyle Schwarber is the number one seed in this year's Home Run Derby, and he takes on the legend himself, Albert Pujols. Wow. They Albert Pujols got the invite. It's his last year. He gets the special selection to the All-Star Game, and now he's going to be in the Home Run Derby. Fun fact about Albert, do you know he has the least amount of home runs of anybody to ever participate in this event. Six home run this year for <laughs> Albert Pools. Why right, come on? Why do you gotta do that? I, I love I love that he's in it. Um from an odd standpoint, the number one seed Schwarber is the second favorite behind two time defending champ Pete Alonzo, which we'll talk about later. Oh man. Schwarber is three to one to win this home run derby. Albert Pujols is twenty to one to win this home run derby boogie. First round matchup Schwarber, Pujols. Is Pujols going to pull off the shocker? Uh, no, he's not. There he, you go. No Cinderella here. I'm going with the the league leader, Kyle Schwarber here. 28 home runs. He's going to take care of business. And um, I think this is just more of a uh, gratitude type of thing for uh, baseball to do that for Albert. And uh, I think that's go. a little bit of class there. 
Yes. I agree 100%. So, like I said before, Boogie and I filled out this bracket pre-tournament, and we have the exact same bracket all the way up into the finals, but we have two different champions. So, eliminate Albert Pujols from your futures bet as well as from your bracket. Kyle Schwarber moves into the final four as the number one seed. The second matchup is the 4-5, and this promises to be quite the show. The young stud, Juan Soto. Juan Soto. My man Juan Soto is an absolute master. He's the best player on this terrible Washington Nationals team. He comes in this year with 19 home runs. He can absolutely crush the ball. Juan Soto, the four seed. Um, he will be taking on Jose Ramirez, the third baseman for the Cleveland Guardians. Wow. Jose Ramirez comes into this season with 17 home runs. So 17 homers for Ramirez, 19 for Juan Soto. Right now, Juan Soto, the four seed, is 5-1. to one, And Jose Ramirez is 16-1. to one. And I'll be the first to tell you before Boogie gives out our first our official bracket advancer here. That those odds, Boogie, tells you everything you know about this matchup. Sure. Soto five to one, Jose Ramirez sixteen to one. Take it away. Who's advancing here to take on Kyle Schwarber in the second round? Gotta go with my man Juan Soto. Juan Soto be mashing home runs yep. for these Washington Nationals, taking care of business in round one over Jose Ramirez. All day, baby. Juan Soto to eliminate Jose Ramirez. So, Jose Ramirez and Albert Pujols are the two longest shots in this entire thing to win the Home Run Derby. So, go ahead and eliminate Jose Ramirez, setting up a Juan Soto and Kyle Schwarber second-round matchup. Now, Boogie, the bottom half of our Home Run Derby bracket, we have Corey Seager... For the Texas Rangers. He's been fantastic. Obviously, the Rangers picked him up in the offseason from the Dodgers. He has got the Rangers in a position to be in striking distance for a wild card spot as it sits. He comes into this event, Boogie, with 22 home runs this season. So, a lot of dingers for Corey Seager. He's been great. He's actually leading the uh, Rangers in home runs and RBIs. So he has been a fantastic addition to this Rangers team. Uh, Corey Seager is the three seed in this event. And he's taking on a young phenom who actually hit a a walk-off grand slam the other night. What? 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 So Julio Rodriguez is who he is taking on. He is a young prodigy, but he reminds me a lot of uh, Juan Soto, another great player from the Dominican Republic. Only 21 years old. The Stud. youngest player to compete in the Home Run Derby. And uh, 16 home runs for him. And, you know, we're taking a stab here. I think he's going to have a lot of stamina being only 21 years old. He just recently was able to have his first alcoholic beverage here in the States. Oh, so That's nice. I think that he's going to uh, come out strong. And we, we'd like the young prodigy to advance here. Uh, I'm going with him as well. I got Rodriguez moving on in a little bit of an upset over Corey Seager. Uh, I think this kid is going to be having a great career uh, ahead of him, and he has got this upstart Seattle team on fire. Yes, a lot of people don't know who Julio Rodriguez is, and once you guys watch the Home Run Derby on Monday, you will definitely know the name Julio Rodriguez. He's going to hit some bombs. We like the sixth seed and a slight upset, and it's funny, Vegas doesn't view it as a slight upset. It's actually the other way around. Julio Rodriguez comes into this event 10 to 1 and Corey Seeger 12 to 1. So this matchup here is the most evenly matched deal out of the whole thing. And uh, we like Julio Rodriguez to move on. So we got two young gunners and Soto and Rodriguez and Kyle Schwarber in the final four to move on to take on Julio Rodriguez in the semifinals. We have the two-time defending home run derby champion. Man, when you look at Pete Alonso, he was made for this event, Boogie. Leading the Mets in home runs and ribbies, 24 home runs and 74 RBIs for Pete Alonso. Unbelievable season for him. We documented the uh, All-Star Game rosters. He is going to be Paul Goldschmidt's backup. He's the reason why Freddie Freeman didn't get an All-Star nod because he's had such a fantastic year. Unbelievable. 24. Great, great season by Pete. 
24 home runs, second most home runs in this event to yeah. Kyle Schwarber's the one seed because he has the most. That's actually how they um, put the bracket Seated together. Them. Yeah, the seeds are based off of how many home runs you right. have. Obviously, Schwarber the most, Pujols with only six. That's why it's the 1-8 matchup. Pete Alonso, although he is the two-time defending champion and the favorite in this event, he is seated second behind Schwarber because Schwarber has more home runs. Gosh. Pete Alonso is the betting favorite here in Las Vegas at plus 180. So plus 180 for Alonso. And, you know, real quick, back to the Seager and Rodriguez matchup. Do you think Seeger is going to get that hometown love in L.A., being that he used to play there? Yeah, I think it's, it'll be nice, but I don't think that he's it's going to matter too much. I think that Rodriguez will take care of a business with him. Seeger is going to have a nice little uh, fan fanfare over there. It'll be nice, though, to see him back there in L.A. If, if he was in a Dodgers uniform, I'd probably like him to win it. I remember in 2014, the, the first year I moved here, I barely had any money, and Todd Frazier was playing for the Reds, and he was the long shot to win the home run derby, and he won the thing, and the Reds fans were going nuts. Anytime you have a player playing at home, it seems they make a run at this event. However, there are no Dodgers on this list, so we don't have to worry about that. Anyways, we have Pete Alonso, the number two seed in this event, and he matches up against Ronald Acuna Jr., the leading vote-getter in the National League. A lot of people wanted to see Austin Riley in this event. He's hit 26 at six dingers, second to only Kyle Schwarber in the National League. Also, a lot of people wanted to see your boy Aaron Judge. Uh, Judge did not want to compete in this event either. Uh, He's been in it before. He's been there, done that. Ronald Acuna is seated seventh. Because he is coming into this event with only eight home runs this season. Yeah, he's coming off a bad injury last year. And, of course, obviously the Braves won without him. Uh, but this yep. year he's mashing and he's doing all right. But, yeah, he's still well below where he needs to be. Yep. Um, I guess there was some guys that probably should have been in it. And these are kind of the fill-ins. Yep. Um, again, I think the sacrificial lamb here. And a hello uh, and goodbye for... Our man uh, Pujols, yeah. and again another Ronald Acuna, yeah. wound up being the same situation. I think that we're gonna have a, uh, a little bit of a uh, a derby mashup here. I like Alonso. Yep, we are on Pete Alonso to move on in our home run derby bracket to take on Julio Rodriguez. The betting market here in Vegas actually likes Acuna's chances. He is the fourth favorite in this thing at plus seven fifty. So what they're telling me is whoever wins that matchup is most likely going to go to the finals. You got Alonzo at plus 180, Acuna at plus 750. You can go ahead and advance the defending two-time champion in this event, Pete Alonzo, to the semifinals. We have four batters left, Boogie. Kyle Schwarber from the Phillies in an NL East matchup against Juan Soto. You got two lefties, two outfielders. Schwarber's got the most home runs. Soto's got the young power. Right now, you're looking at Schwarber 3-1, Soto 5-1 in the semifinals. Tell the public who we like to make it to the championship round here in the Home Run Derby. I mean, you know Boogie always likes the favorites here, but I'm going to go with a little bit of an upset. I'm taking Juan Soto to take care of business over Kyle Schwarber and move him on to the final. Juan Soto has advanced to the championship round, the finals of the Home Run Derby. He is going to take on either Julio Rodriguez or Pete Alonso. Julio Rodriguez, the young prodigy from the Mariners at 10 to 1. Pete Alonso plus 180. Boogie, does the young prodigy set up a matchup of young prodigies in the finals of the Home Run Derby in 2022? Or does Pete Alonso go back to the finals in an opportunity to three-peat? First ever three-peat in the Home Run Derby. I'm going with Petey. Petey. Take Pete Alonso to move on to the final. Uh, again, we're getting them at plus 180, so yep. just under 2-1 to one odds here. So obviously, we're looking at not some great value, yep. uh, but again, we're looking at uh, someone that's already won the Derby yep. two times in a row. He knows how to do it, and I'm sure that there is a method to his madness. Well, as always on Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron, we have a championship matchup, and me and Boogie agreed on this entire bracket until we got to this round. And you guys can only guess, I know for our loyal <laughs> listeners out there, 
You guys already know who Boogie's pick is, and you already know who my pick is. You guys don't even need to even hear us tell you who it is. Boogie's always been the favorite guy. I've always been the dog guy. And I'm going to tell you right now, and you know what's great about this event, Boog? The fact that they're on two opposite sides of the bracket, I think a good bet to give out to our listeners, you know, because... You guys already know I like Juan Soto at five to one to win this thing. Boogie, you're on PD to three Pete. I'm taking PD to three Pete. Whoa, three PD, three PD. Alonzo plus one eighty at the moment. Uh, I think that if you can catch him at one fifty or better, uh, you're you're looking at it. Still a nice little payday. Um, obviously, the higher the odds, the the uh, the more money you make. But there's a reason why it's hard to make that type of money because they don't feel like they're gonna win. Right. That's stating the obvious there. Exactly. But we're also looking at something that is history here in the making. Give me Pete Alonzo for the three Pete. Pete Alonzo plus 180 odds. Boogie's pick to win this year's home run derby. I am going with Juan Soto at five to one. Great value there. The great thing is, too, if for our loyal listeners that pretty much bet all of our plays, you can actually take both of them and hope they play in the finals and guarantee yourself some profit. There you go. You know, it's kind of like betting a golf, a couple golfers in a golf event. You got a almost a two to one, and you have a five to one. So you throw some money on both of those. You know, you could throw a little bit more on PD and even it out to where no matter what, you make some money. So those are our two picks: Baron Juan Soto at five to one, Boogie at Pete Alonso plus one eighty. Also, the great part about that, they are on two opposite sides of the bracket, so if they get past the first two rounds, they will meet in the finals. If that finals, if you have a Juan Soto and Pete Alonso ticket in your pocket and they play in the finals, you guarantee you win some money. So I like what we did here. Awesome. Let me ask you one other question before we leave this. Of course. If you had somebody that you could not take, if Soto or Alonso are not in the final, who's your best value? My best value on those guys that are not in the final right now would have to be this young prodigy from the Seattle Mariners. Dark horse pick, long shot with double digit odds, it would be Julio Rodriguez at 10 to 1. I think I agree with you there. Julio Rodriguez has got my vote for plus 1,000 to 1. That could be plus 10 to 1. We can make that like our long shot pick if you want. I, I, I like that because now you can have. You know, you could have some money on Alonzo, some money on Soto, and then you can have Julio Rodriguez as like your long shot. Right. I like that. Usually when I bet golf, I have three golfers, so we're going to have three batters. So I'm going to put that in for you and me as an official pick, just in case. Julio Rodriguez at 10 to 1. That's our long shot. I like that. I'm glad we see, we need to do more of these home run derby brackets more often. We should to do it. Ten to one, Julio Rodriguez. So Soto, Alonso, Rodriguez, Rodriguez being the long shot. We will see how things shake up when the home run derby that will take place on Monday night at five o'clock Eastern from LA. We'll have a great event. It's always fun. They always got their well. Back in the day, they had their actual camera cameras. Now everyone has their phones. That's right. Um, they'll have their kids out there. It's it's always a great time. All Star Weekend is always great. You got the Home Run Derby followed by the All Star Game. You know, you also have the uh, the 2022 Futures Game. Um, oh, the Young Studs. Yeah, the Futures Game. I'm trying to find out when that is. Um, let me see when they are playing. Oh, okay, they play today. Futures games today. So that's pretty cool. The All-Star Futures game will be today. They have the Celebrity Softball game on Sunday. We have regular season baseball today and tomorrow, a home run derby Monday, and the All-Star game Tuesday. What a time to be alive. Baseball is back, baby. It's, that's you know, it's what summer's all about. Baseball, beer, and babes. Baseball, <laughs> beer, and babes. I love that. And brackets. And brackets. Did you say babes? Babes. All right. Now we transition into our standings update prior to giving out our five-pack of plays today. But first and foremost, we want to touch base on one more thing before we go through these standings. I wanted everybody to know that Boogie and I are also going to give you the All-Star Game winner on this podcast. Hell yeah. Now, the odds have not been released yet. but Doesn't I can, matter. But I can tell you it's going to be pretty even. Because it's an all-star game. Right. 
But there's one thing that people want to know is how the All-Star game has panned out in the last several years. And Boogie, the answer to that question is the uh, American League has won eight straight All-Star games. Now, you know what they say about streaks, right, Boogie? If you fade a streak, you can lose multiple times. Mm -hmm. If you ride a streak, you can only lose once. That's very true. With that being said, Boogie, we don't have odds yet. It's probably going to be... The American League will probably be a slight favorite. If I were to guess, the American League will probably be like minus 140, minus 150, the National League plus 120, something like that. Right. Boogie's a favorite better. And I'm usually not a favorite better, but American League has won eight games in a row. We kind of previewed the rosters. So, uh, Boogie, give the public Boogie and the Barons All-Star Game 2022 pick. I'm going with the American League for a ninth straight consecutive year win. I'm also going with Aaron Judge as the MVP for the All-Star Game. Oh, Aaron Judge. You're giving out the All-Star Game MVP. I sure am. All right, Boogie. So we're going to go the American League. We don't know the odds yet. We will get those soon. And we're going Aaron Judge MVP. Wow. You know what? I'm going to go American League with you. All right. And you know where I'm going with MVP this year? Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Mike Trout MVP returning to the All-Star game after missing it because of injury. Mike Trout wins the All-Star game MVP. So those are some great value. We got some home run derby action. Got a little bit we got the American League. We got a couple MVPs. This is something we gotta we gotta throw down on, Boogs. I'm ready to go. We gotta go hit the book probably on Monday. Go tag Soto, Alonzo, Rodriguez, the AL, Mike Trout, and Aaron Judge MVP props. You get it all on this show. Man. You get MVP, home run derby, brackets, you name it, we got it. If it, if there's a bracket, we're in it. Love it. Boogie, so we transition now into our standings update. Obviously, in Major League Baseball, we have two more days until the All-Star break. We have today and we have tomorrow, and then there's a little bit of a break, which is awesome. Now, not much has changed in a few of these divisions, but some have changed. Some things have tightened up here. So... Yankees are still the number one seed in the East. Number one seed in the American League in general. 62-28. and 28, Best record in baseball. What a record. Number two seed, the Houston Astros. And I got to credit the Houston Astros because check this out. The Seattle Mariners have won 12 games in a row. And they are still 10 games back of the Astros. That's pretty dominant. Makes me feel like they're not going to catch them no mm. matter what they do. Probably not. Astros, the two seed. We've been saying it all year. Astros and Yankees in the ALCS. That's always been our prediction. A fun race, though, that has uh, gotten a little bit tight is the American League Central. Mm. Since even this week in general... White Sox have won four in a row. Cleveland's won two in a row. The Twinkies have lost two. Mm-hmm. It's tightened it up. The Twins are still sitting in the three line, the American League Central leaders here. But the Guardians and the White Sox, Guardians two and a half back, White Sox three back. Right now, Boogie, this is the best race for divisional purposes in all baseball. Good job to the Baltimore Orioles, too. They yeah. are, uh, what, 9-1 and one in their last 10. Their streak of uh, games one in a row uh, ended. Last night. Uh, however, yeah, last night. This this American League East does not have a team under 500. How about that? Unbelievable. It, I mean, you got the Rays are 12 back at 10 games over, Blue Jays and Red Sox 5 over, and Orioles 500. The entire division at 500. And how about this? The entire division either in the postseason or the Orioles right now two and a half games back of the wild card. It's crazy. They're 17 back from the Yankees in last place in the East. Unbelievable. Wild card standings, very similar. The I mentioned the Mariners have won 12 in a row. They occupy the five seed right now. The Tampa Bay Rays have won five straight. They are the four. So season ends right now. you got a three-game series down in Tampa. Rays, Mariners, that would be a good series. Yeah. I love the under in all those games if they play. We have a tie for the sixth seed in the American League. The Blue Jays and the Red Sox, two of the aforementioned American League East teams, occupy the sixth seed. 
If it ends like that, Boogie, they play a one-game playoff, then go to the wild card series. So we'll see if there ends up being a tie or not. Blue Jays and the Red Sox both occupying the sixth seed right now. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you, if one of these American League East teams match up and get out of the wild card round and play the AL Central champion, I think I like the American League East. I like you like the East, huh? I like I like the potential to have I like the potential to have two or three American League East teams in this uh, divisional series round. You know, I could see you know you know Yankees Astros for sure, but. After that, the AL East is loaded. They're clearly the best division in baseball right now. I don't think I've ever seen a division where all five teams are at 500 at the All-Star break. I'm sure that would be history. So depending on how these AL East teams do over the weekend, we might see for the first time ever every team in one division at 500 or better at the break. It's crazy and how Toronto was such a... uh a team that they thought that they could take over the Yankees this year um, or at least go 1-2 with them. They uh, went on such a bad streak, they wound up just firing their manager. Uh, Yeah, Charlie Montoyo just got fired on Wednesday, promoted bench coach John Schneider, also the interim manager for the remainder of the season. Uh, We saw what happened with uh, Philadelphia, though, after uh, firing uh, Girardi. So we'll see if Toronto can go ahead and make some changes and uh, be able to kind of compete in the second half. That's crazy that there's two teams on each side here in wild card races that fire their manager because they're not living up to expectations. Philadelphia obviously is a huge sports town. Same with Toronto. Both those teams, you know, you got the Blue Jays as the sixth seed in the in the wild card, and the Phillies only a half game back of the wild card. We'll see if the Blue Jays can go on a similar type run that the Phillies went on earlier when they filed, fired uh, Joe Girardi and won a bunch of games in a row to get back in this thing. So we'll see if that lights a little fire under their asses to uh, win some games. Um, and then it's actually tight after that. You have the, uh, you know, it's funny. The Guardians are two games back of the wild card and two and a half back of the central lead. And only a half game up on the Orioles who yeah. are in last place in the American League East. Five, five games uh, between last place and second place. Unbelievable. The Orioles are two and a half back of the wild card after that 10-game winning streak was snapped last night. You have the White Sox who have won four straight. They were, you know, four games under. Now they're back at 500. At same record as the Orioles, two and a half games back. Um, the Texas Rangers have been up and down. They've been pretty much 500. They've lost a couple in a row. 41 and 47, five and a half back, still in striking distance. We'll see what they do at the deadline. Angels are hanging on for deal life, Boogie. Nine games back of the wild card. They got to string together some wins to get back into this thing in the second half of the season. Yeah, with the LA, I mean, they got the money. They've got an owner that uh, likes to spend, but uh, they just can't get it together. Yeah. Um, they had a few recent issues uh, uh, in their own entire organization a few yeah. years ago, um, and uh, they haven't really been able to get back to it. And they they got money. I don't understand. Right. They can't compete though with uh, the. The Dodgers in L.A. as well, right. but, you know, obviously you're going against a tough American League. 100%. And also, to the uh, Detroit Tigers, last time we talked about them, they were on a nice little winning streak. You actually gave them out on the pod as a big plus-money dog, did, did. and that's when they started losing. They've lost 7 of 10, three games in a row. They now sit 11 games back. They are they're about out. They're in um, trouble. Same with Kansas City. Kansas City, 11.5 back in Oakland, 17. So you can pretty much guarantee that Detroit, Kansas City, and Oakland, especially Oakland, who's almost 30 games under 500, Oakland's going to be a big seller at the All-Star Big-time seller. Whoever whoever they have left on their team, look like I look at guys like Loriano and a couple other guys on their team that could really help a contender. You can definitely guarantee Royals and A's Gonna be sellers. Tigers on the verge of being sellers. You got Trout and Otani on the Angels, and you know these guys are trying to make the playoffs. So we'll see what kind of moves the Angels make, but they are on the brink of being out as well. Rest of the teams, it's bunched up. So at the All Star break, you know, anything can happen. You can have a big second half, and things can work out for you. Um, We transition into the National League, and, and in all honesty, nothing has really changed in the National League scenario. 
I got to give a big shout out to the New York Mets who actually took two out of three in Atlanta to start this week. We were thinking the other way around. Yeah, too. Atlanta was. You're thinking Atlanta is going to maybe overtake them in the East, and the Mets take two of three. Um, they're both won two in a row since that series with one another. And uh, the Mets hold a two-game lead over the Braves in the National League East. That's going to be a fun race to watch between those two teams. You got the Phillies, who we really gave them good cahoots after they fired their manager. But they've kind of came back to reality in a bit. bit. They're now nine games behind. That NL East is slipping away from the Phils as we speak. It's just so hard after you have uh, gone so deep down uh, below 500 uh, to go into those big streaks like the Orioles have done, yep. um, you know, and Seattle is, is now doing it. Yep. Uh, but, you know, you got to have that consistency all year round because, you know, anything, when you start from a slow start, it yep. doesn't matter what you do in life. You yep. know, it could be your job. It could be sales. It could be the sports. It's tough to catch up. It's hard to catch up, and you got to play that, and it takes a lot out of you too. You're so, so uh, you're so behind. Yeah, absolutely. So Philadelphia's got a little bit of a of a run that they're going to have to do to be able to compete with the Braves and the Mets. But uh, you know, it's it's they're they're out there. I, I like them. I like them. I think they're going to be competitive. They'll have Bryce Harper back hopefully at some point during the second half. I'm I'm reading reports that he should be back in August. So yeah, that that was a tough loss. For to, to have to have an MVP candidate like Bryce Harper back on your team for a playoff run. We'll see if the Phillies can stay afloat. The National League East is looking like it's getting away from the Phillies, but they're only a half game back of the NL Wild Card, so they still have an opportunity to get into the postseason. Um, the Marlins have also came back to life after their long winning streak. They were on a nice streak there for a while. Um, they're pretty much out of the East race, but once again, the Marlins only four games back of the National League Wild Card. So the East teams are definitely competing. They have a Cy Young candidate and Sandy Alcantara. Um, I'm interested to see. We've talked about this multiple times. Who's going to be the starter for the NL? You're pretty much locking in Verlander as the AL starter. Um, I was thinking if Sandy could get his 10th win yesterday that he would be the starter, but they actually lost with him on the mound. And that combined with Clayton Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw had a no-hitter or a perfect game, I should say, through seven innings, and it got broken up in the eighth last night by the Angels. That kind of showing from Kershaw might have catapulted him to set up that all-decade type of matchup between Kershaw and Verlander. Yeah, you know, though, it's... I mean, even with Alcantara, I mean, it's still only three, four days rest. It's not even a lot. Now, these guys don't pitch all all games, so it might not hurt them that much. But uh, you got to kind of wonder, you know, with the game so close to Tuesday, um, you know, who is going to be the starter? Yeah, exactly. 100%. So we'll see what happens Tuesday night. All-star starters should be announced on Monday during the Home Run Derby. That's when they usually do it. And these guys only throw one inning because you have like nine or ten pitchers on each side. So all they give all these guys their shine. The setup guys. Yeah, so it, it should be a great, a great all-star game. Um, you go into the National League Central. It's more of the same here with the Brewers and the Cardinals. The Cardinals have picked it up a little bit. They faltered a bit, but... The Brewers. Oh, I had the Brewers last night against the Giants. Oh God! Uh, Bill. Uh, I said Bill Hader, the Bill actor. Hader. Josh Hader, the All Star closer for the Brewers, who hasn't even given up six runs all year, gave up six runs in the ninth inning and a walk off grand slam to Mikey Strzemski last night. Unable to pick up ground on the Cardinals, and the Cardinals gain more ground. The Cardinals are now only two games back of the Brewers. Mets, Braves, and Brewers, Cardinals are going to be something to look forward to in the NL. Because the Dodgers pretty much have the West in the palm of their hand. Yeah, I mean, at any time you can have the St. Louis Cardinals uh, in a pennant race, it's actually a really good thing for baseball. It's great so for baseball, yeah. we're looking forward to seeing that race. Uh, the Brew Crew, you know, they got uh, their issues, but they're still holding it tight. Yeah. Um, but I think that's going to be a fight to the end. That's going to be a fight to the end. Very interesting to see what kind of moves they make at the break. Brewers and Cardinals battling for the NL Central. The Dodgers have a commanding lead now. Uh, this was a couple of months ago, a three-horse race, and it's barely a two-horse race now. The Padres, nine and a half games back of the Dodgers right now. I know they're going to get Tatis back. They're going to string together some wins. But the problem is, Boogie, is the Dodgers don't lose that much. 30-13 and 13 at home, the best home record in all of baseball, and they're 
Also, 29 and 17 on the road. They are on a roll trying to catch your Yankees for the best record in baseball. Yeah, Dodgers is unbelievable, as we expected and hoped for all the money that they've spent over the last several years. Uh, they need to be up there with the Yankees. Um, but the Padres, again, fading a little bit. And uh, from the updates that I've heard, Fernando Tatis, uh, good news on one side. He is now able to swing a bat yep. uh, at a regular speed, I believe. Uh, but he is very, very much still not close to coming back. Uh, he is uh, probably still week to week. I'd say if I have to guess, he comes back by uh, early to mid-August. We'll see how that goes as the Padres, although the West is slipping away as we speak, they are very much alive in the wild card spot as they sit number five seed in the National League. If this season ends today, you have a star power wild card round matchup between the Braves and the Padres. Could you imagine that, Boogie? Ronald Acuna on one side and Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado on the other Braves obviously still have Dansby Swanson and Austin Riley and all these good players. Mm -hmm. Right now, the Braves would host San Diego in a three-gamer, and the pitching is there too. For the Padres, for game one of that series, you're looking at Joe Musgrove mm -hmm. for the Padres going against uh, – who's that lefty for the Braves, their ace, man? Oh, my God, it's driving me nuts. Max Freed? Max Freed will go for the Braves. Freed and Musgrove in game one, dude. That is that would be must watch television. A great series in the wild card round. Yeah, it would be interesting. I, you know, I, I'm really disappointed though. Also on a Blake Snell. Blake, yeah. Blake Snell uh, was a big pickup for them, and uh, he is still uh, not doing well. He's I think he's what about one one and four, one and five. Yeah, he's yeah. He caught last year a lot of uh, no decisions, uh, yep. led in strikeouts uh, as well. He was doing really well on a strikeout. Yep. One of the top leaders for that, but yeah, he just can't catch a break. Yeah. Whether it's run support, whether it's his he was not he's not as dominant as he was a couple of years ago when they. Uh, when they got him in the free agent market. He's the other guy that needs to step up for them. I think the combination of getting him back to ace form and getting Tatis back in that lineup, you know, that lineup's really good for them. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got Trent Grisham, they've got Machado, they'll get Tatis back, they got Luke Voigt from your Yankees, yeah. they got Hosmer, they got hitters. We'll see what happens with the Padres. Uh, the Braves, six and a half up on the wild card, Padres two and a half, so sitting comfortable right now. Uh, we'll see what happens down the stretch. As we said, the Braves and Mets are still going to play another 15 games in the second half of the season. A lot's so going to change. So you never know. Braves or Mets could be in this spot. Um, we we mentioned before the uh, the Cardinals are occupying that sixth seed right now. So as of right now, you'd have a Cardinals-Brewers three-game series. What a great series that'll be. Yeah. You know, pretty much whoever wins the NL Central will earn a right to host the other team in the in the Wild card round as long as that happens. That's wild. And you got a great pitching matchups there as well. Um, we mentioned the Phillies who were only a half game back of the Cardinals. The Giants have kind of came back to life here and they're trying to push after a walk-off granny last night. They are pushing for some momentum. Only one game behind the Cardinals in the National League wild card. A Giants win and a Cardinals loss today. And we're going to be talking about the Giants sitting in that wild card slot. Um, then you got some teams that are a little far back. The Miami Marlins are four back. Nothing crazy. Very good for them in this point of the season. Yeah. They're a young upstart bunch. Very pesky team with uh, a potential Cy Young candidate and Sandy Alcantara. Jazz Chisholm, their all-star second baseman, leads the club in all hitting and fielding categories. I talked to you this about this pre-show. The Rockies have came to life with their 27-22 and 22 home record. Still abysmal on the road. This is the same scenario with the Rockies, Boogie. If they're 500 at home, they're in the wild card right yeah, now. Can't win. They, can't I'm win. sorry. If they're 500 on the road, they're so bad on the road. It was the same story last year. Remember they had the best home record in baseball and the worst road record in baseball? Yeah, they couldn't do it. If Could you not that, do it on the that's road. That's usually all. If you look at the teams that are in the playoffs right now, you got to be around 500 on the road and you got to be above 500 at home, and that's how you make the playoffs. Yeah. Rockies still... Four-game winning streak, six games back of the wild card. At the break, they have a chance here if they can turn up and win some road games. Can't do it. They just beat up the Diamondbacks. Can't do it. The Diamondbacks are fading away here. They've lost three straight games. They are eight and a half games back. Still alive mathematically, but probably out. And then you have... 
Oh, my Pirates, the Cubs, the Reds, They're and all the Nationals. The bottom feeders, baby. Bottom feeders, the uh, Pirates, Cubs, and Reds, man. Talk about the opposite, the AL East and the NL Central. NL Central, you got three teams already out pretty much. AL East, you got everybody involved. Nationals, definitely sellers of the deadline. It's crazy. You know it would be crazy. I mean, I don't think they'll give up one soda, but they're definitely going to be – they're definitely going to be sellers at the at the midpoint of the season, being the worst record in all of baseball at thirty and sixty two, losers of eight in a row and nine out of their last ten, and that actually transitions us into the picks for today. My favorite part of the pod, best part of the pod, Boogie. Uh, I know you got your five that we already talked about. I didn't tell you my five yet, but I'm going to give out some really good value plays today, Bugs, as I always do. As you know, I like to involve teams that are in hunts at good value. And the first game, I will go first. My first game on the docket today actually starts at 11, 10 a.m. It's 9.40 right now, so we're going to get this out to you guys at 10 o'clock, a good hour before the games start. And I'm going to tell you how this is going to go. And we're going back to familiar territory, fading my man Dylan Bundy again. Dylan Bundy. So, let me give you the tail of the tape here. The Twinkies have been faltering, and the White Sox have been winning games. They've won three straight. Lance Lynn threw a gem two outings ago, got rocked last outing. Dylan Bundy is the most unpredictable pitcher in all of baseball. But I'm seeing some really good value on the White Sox here today. Right now, the White Sox are sitting three games back of the Twins. I like them to beat the Twins today. And you look at the White Sox, a 26-20 and 20 away record. They have a better record on the road than the Twins do at home. That's pretty amazing. Lance Lynn, I think, throws a good game. I think Dylan Buddy gets hit around a bunch. And this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that you've got all these hitters in the lineup for the White Sox. And I like the White Sox to beat the Twins today. White Sox plus 105 is my first pick of the day. All right. Where are you going for yours? Boogie's first pick of the day for Saturday is going to be the Braves today. You got Max Freed on the mound, one of their best pitchers, 9-3 with a 2.56 ERA against those lowly Nationals. Yeah. With Espino on the mound, he's 0-2 with a 3.42 ERA. Uh, I got to just keep it simple here. Braves on the run line. They won 8-4 last night. Yep. Uh, again, Austin Riley he- heating up the bat. Yeah. You got their best pitcher on the mound today with the Braves. Yeah. Braves are 16 and 5, their last 21 Saturday games. Also, a little side note there. And the Nationals have lost eight in a row. And the Nationals have lost eight in a row. Give me the Braves, minus one and a half, minus a dollar fifty-five. Minus one and a half, minus one fifty-five for Boogie's first pick on this docket. Um, I'm trying to look at some other teams that I have highlighted here that are in races. Um, you know, now you're going with them. Okay. I found one. Baltimore Orioles have won 10 in a row, and then they lost last night to the Rays. They now go for redemption. Um, You got a Rays team here with Ryan Yarbrough on the mound. He's been good in past years, but this year he's 0-4 with a 5-8-2 ERA. Dean Kramer has been one of the best pitchers for the Orioles this year, 3-1 with a 2-1-5 ERA. I like the Orioles. They've learned how to win. And if you look at their lineup with Mullins, Mancini, Mountcastle, Santander, these guys are sick. I like the Orioles to bounce back. These, this team has learned how to win baseball games, and winning is contagious. They fall last night. I like them to bounce back today. More good odds, Boogie. Plus 105 for the Baltimore Orioles today against the Rays. That's my second pick, Baltimore plus 105. All right. Boogie number two. Boogie number two. Mariners are going against the Rangers here. Got Gilbert on the mound for the Mariners at 10 and 3 with a 2.80 ERA. Rangers are going with Howard with a 1.1-1 with an 8.04 ERA. Man, gotta ride that streak, my friend. We gotta take the Mariners today. Minus one and a half runs. They will mash, get some runs. I see them scoring at least eight today. Wow. Give me the Mariners minus one and a half plus a dollar fifteen. Plus one fifteen on the Mariners who have won twelve straight boogie to blow out this Rangers team. Well, Bug, I go back to the drawing board here as I'm trying to find good value winners. 
And oop, I found another one. You found one? We talked about the Phillies up and down this year. They're a half a game back of the wild card. They're taking on a Marlins team. The Marlins are throwing this kid, Meyer, who's making his Major League debut. Major League debuts are always dicey. Ranger Suarez has not had that commanding, dominating stuff this year as of late. 6-5 and five with a 4-3-3 ERA. However, I think this is a really good opportunity for the Phillies and Ranger Suarez to get back on track. The Marlins aren't necessarily a power-slugging OPS type of team. And the Phillies only being a half game back of the wild card. I like Ranger Suarez to throw a good game today and the Phillies to defeat the Miami Marlins. Phillies will inch closer to the wild card spot. Give me the Philadelphia Phillies minus $1.10 to defeat the Miami Marlins today. All right. Game three for Boogie is going to be the total, actually. Ooh, we got we, totals. We have a total for Boogie. Red Sox Yankees game. We have a total of eight and a half, and to the over. I'm taking the over. Yeah. Uh, it is minus one twenty, I believe. Yep, shaded to the over. Yep. Shaded to the over. Give me the Yankees Red Sox over eight and a half runs. And with those two lineups, that's never a bad idea to take the over. I believe you took that the other day and cashed on it. So. That is a very, very smart play, my friend. And you got Pavetta on the mound for the Red Sox and Tyon for the Yankees. And they can both get ripped. Both can get ripped, especially when they're playing in that short porch at Yankee Stadium. Short porch at Yankee Stadium is right, my friend. And that is very, very true on that aspect of things. Um, those teams can get rocked. They can hit home runs out of that stadium. We got wind going out. So over in the Yankees game for Boogie, I go back. To my fourth pick today, and I gotta go. I gotta go back with the Brew Crew, bro. I had the Brewers last night on a straight bet. They lost via a walk-off grand slam by Mike Ustremski. They had the game won. Um, the Giants are coming back into their own, only a game back of the wild card. But with um, with the St. Louis Cardinals coming on strong here, I like the Brewers to hold serve. I think they're going to be angry about yesterday. And I think they're going to come out really strong. Alex Cobb, Eric Lauer. Lauer a little bit better in the ERA, wins, whip, innings pitch, strikeouts, all that department. The Brewers know how to win. They've made the postseason every year the last five years. And they have such good value today with Eric Lauer on the mound plus $1.15. My fourth pick, the Milwaukee Brewers plus $1.15 to beat the Giants. All right. Boogie, pick number four. Pick number four for Boogie is going to be the New York Mets today. All right. Game two. Game two. Max Scherzer's pitching game two. Let's make sure we know about that. It's game two. Max Scherzer's on the mound. Five o'clock. Five o'clock Pacific time. He had an oblique injury earlier this year, but he has come back, and he's come back strong. He's 6-1. and one. He is on fire. The Mets' bats are on fire. They already beat uh, the Cubs last night, 8 nothing. Give me Max Scherzer in the Mets, minus one and a half runs, minus $1.35 today. All right, minus one and a half ones, minus $1.35. You got Juice Smiley on the mound as well for the Cubs, and the Cubs, as we know, cannot hit. He'll get absolutely mashed. Um, yeah, man, so this is my... My fifth and final here. Fifth and final pick for Baron. You know, I don't usually give out run lines, but I'm going to give out a run line here that I really like. The Diamondbacks have been faltering, losing three in a row here. They're throwing this Gilbert kid who's 0-3 with a 5-3-3. A and Sean Manea is going to be at home. He has been fantastic this year. Um, that's going to be my run line play. I think the Padres absolutely blow the Diamondbacks out tonight. They get the bats going. We talked about how Snell needs to step up and how Tatis is going to come back. They're trying to hold serve, and I think they're going to finish the first half of the season strong. San Diego Padres minus one and a half plus a dollar fifteen over the Diamondbacks today, who are on their way out of this race. That is my fifth and final. What do you got for your fifth and final? Another team that is almost out of the race of the playoffs, uh, and it's only halfway through the season, is those Los Angeles Angels. Yep. We are going as Boogie's fifth pick, the L.A. Dodgers, with Urias on the mound against Angels Suarez. 
Uriah seven and six, Juarez one and three. Yep. Easy peasy for me here. Dodgers bats take care of business, and again they will be laying minus one and a half for Boogie minus a dollar thirty. Dodgers minus one and a half, minus one thirty. Um, to recap, Baron. Uh, White Sox plus 105, Orioles plus 105, Phillies minus 110, Brewers plus 115, and Padres minus 1.5 plus 115. For Boogie, Braves minus 1.5, minus 155, Mariners minus 1.5 plus 115, the Red Sox Yankees over 8.5 at minus $1.20, the New York Mets in game two of the doubleheader today against the Cubs minus 1.5, minus 135, the Dodgers minus 1.5. Minus 130. Boogie, we got things to do today, and it's best bet time, and I am going to Lance Lynn and the Chicago White Sox. They are on a nice little winning streak. This is get your money early today for my best bet here. 11, 10 a.m. Pacific time is what time this game goes off. The White Sox have won four games in a row, and the Twins have lost two in a row. I'm fading Dylan Bundy again. I love the odds. Plus 105 is probably my favorite dog to bet. White Sox plus 105 to defeat the Minnesota Twins today. Boogie's Blockbuster best bet is going to be today. Man, there's so many of them. I mean, laying minus one and a half runs on four of my five picks. Obviously, I love a lot of these games uh, to be blowouts. I think today's blowout city on Saturday. My best blowout, Boogie's Blockbuster best bet blowout day is going to be those L.A. Dodgers today taking business tonight, taking care of business tonight over those lowly angels. Dodgers minus one and a half, minus $1.30. It's not even that expensive. Give me minus 130, minus one and a half. Dodgers on the run line. There you go. Dodgers on the run line. And um, I got the White Sox plus 105. So you got 10 plays there from Boogie and I. Um, also, go get your future bets in for Pete Alonso at plus 180 and Juan Soto at 5-1 to one to win the Home Run Derby on Monday night. Julio Rodriguez, sprinkle a little on him, is the long shot at 10-1. to one. Make sure you guys go get both Aaron Judge and Mike Trout to win MVP at good odds. And also, when that line comes out, go grab the American League. That's a wrap for 160. We will talk to you guys tomorrow for episode 161 with a recap and last day of the first half of the MLB season. Bear it out. Boogie out.